0: What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It is Monday and you know what that means. I got Jonathan on the podcast and we are breaking down another piece of content that we found super valuable. Got a lot of nice feedback on the last conversation talking about Jason Bradwell's article on MQLs and how they're not dead. We are going to another person or persons that we really appreciate in the content marketing space. We are talking about a conversation that was hosted by Jimmy Daly of Superpath with Ross Simmons from Foundation. I know you know Ross. He is super active on social media, on Twitter specifically, talking about content distribution. We dive into that conversation, talk about what we've learned, how it's impacting our way of thinking and outcomes from that and things that we can put in action. So go watch that video. The link is in the bio. It'll be helpful enjoy the podcast, take care. Oh yeah. If you're not already a Juice member, sign up right now, the juicehq.com. It's free. What the heck are you doing? All right, let's kick into the conversation. What is up? How are you doing? We are back on the podcast. I am excited for this conversation. We enjoyed kind of the content teardown format of last week, talking about Jason Bradwell's article on MQL still matter. That was fun. I learned a lot. I think we share a lot of content as marketers in internally and externally, but don't take the time to take a step back and chat about it. So that was fun. We we share a lot at the Juice. So um, we're going to keep doing this. And I don't know how long it's going to go, but uh, we're going to keep rolling with it. And I've got a really good piece of content today that I want to introduce to everyone if you are unfamiliar. Before we start, Jonathan, Welcome. What were your thoughts on just this content teardown format?
1: Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think uh, you and I both big sports fans, it feels like, you know, we're trying to perform uh, on our own as content marketers ourselves and doing a great job of that. But uh, sometimes it's really fun to talk about the stars who are performing at the highest level and uh, break down some of what they're doing and we get to learn from it, which is amazing. But hopefully some of our listeners get to learn from it as well. So liking the format, uh, we'll mix it up. We'll do a little bit of both, I'm sure, of doing some content teardowns and doing some behind the scenes of the juice, but really great content today that we're talking about. And I'm excited to dive in. Before we dive
0: in, and you said behind the scenes, we can give a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. I think creator pages has been something we've been working on a lot internally, and just every time, every conversation I've been in. And this discussion around the rise of the individual creator, people have sparked up. I had a customer tell me this week that they are really fired up about it. And I don't want to spend time on the podcast necessarily talking about like product feature functionality specific stuff. But I do want to say we are getting organized around it as a team and we there'll be more to come. Uh, put a little teaser out there on my Twitter of a video this week. But just maybe that from that level, Jonathan, we're rallying around this. Just thoughts you have, any behind the scenes look that you can give the audience on what we're doing?
1: I think next year for us is all going to be about network effects, both in like the actual business model, but also like content in our platform. We've spent the better part of 12, our first 12 months aggregating and organizing over 100,000 pieces of content. And right now we've organized that universe around individual brands. But there's nothing stopping us. And this is what uh, you're talking about. There's nothing stopping us from organizing that content around different lenses. right? So let's look at the library through the individual author. Let's organize everything around the individual author. Let's organize everything around an event. Let's organize everything around communities. And what that's going to mean for our platform and for users of our platform and for brands on our platform is we're just going to unlock so many network effects of content. You know, it it used to be that marketers just put content on their website and that was a one-stop shop, but people had to come find it. And that was the beginning of their experience and the end of their experience with your content. Now our brand partners can publish content to their website. It gets published to the juice as part of that process. Then on the juice, it's going to be tagged with the author that actually wrote it or created that content. If it's shared in a community, it'll be shared there. If it's uh, part of an event, it'll be shared there. And all of a sudden there's this journey that this individual piece of content can take content readers, content listeners, watchers on that just hasn't been there before, but that's so familiar across every other B2C experience. So Creator Pages is our first step into that realm of kind of going beyond just the brand that published content. And I'm, I'm really fired up about it and everyone we've talked to is pretty excited about it as well.
0: More to come. A lot of the content we'll be building out into the lead up will revolve around this idea and premise of the rise of the individual creator and what we're all doing to rally around it. So let's jump into the content piece. This came across uh, my feed a month or so ago, and it was, I was in Superpath, shout out Superpath. If you're not a member, go sign up and become a member. Um, I've met so many smart people there, but Jimmy Daly hosted kind of an Ask Me Anything with Ross Simmons, who, if you don't know Ross, what are you doing? Go follow him on Twitter, uh, who's the CEO and founder of Foundation. And the topic was content distribution, which I would consider Ross a subject matter expert, almost feels like a, a loose term. like He's pretty much the guy when it comes to content distribution. And so this is something like in my role, I'm thinking a lot about, this is something like from a product perspective we're thinking a lot about so i was when that dropped i was glued in i i wanted to watch jimmy and ross talk i wanted to see what i could learn i wanted to take notes and i left that conversation with so many takeaways and so what i wanted to do on this episode since it's a topic that i think is relevant to the audience it's relevant to the work that we're doing is just maybe like break it down a little bit so before we do that Jonathan, I know you had a chance to watch their conversation. Maybe just like before, we like get down and dig into some of the things that Ross talked about. Share some like high level themes or things that you were left with after you watched it.
1: So three themes that I'm sure we'll jump into here for me that stood out. Well, the one is just a uh, revelation, maybe for me, and the other two themes. The first one being that. I didn't understand. I didn't know Ross's background prior to kind of becoming the OG content distributor thought leader, if you will. But his background is fascinating. Started entrepreneur as an entrepreneur in high school, started several other businesses, was a fantasy football writer, and then uh, ended up through this you know path ending up in marketing. And I just to me, that was like an aha moment. Like, because I think so much of distribution is just about like scrappiness and, and being a little bit entrepreneurial and taking advantage of opportunities. And I just like, that was like an aha moment for me and like kind of his background, what led him into distribution, fascinating stuff there. And then the two themes I would say is just talking about distribution intentionally and very differently from what content marketing is. Uh, it's kind of this unbundling of content marketing. I think and the past has meant everything, right? Around content, and the fact that we're starting to unbundle what content marketing is, and talk about specific things like distribution versus writing versus advertising, I think is really good for all content marketers. And then the last one, which makes total sense uh, given Jimmy leading the conversation, is around content and communities, and just uh, delivering value first. Uh, I think we as marketers are sometimes guilty of, I think outsiders would refer to it as spamming our communities with content. And it's all about delivering value first. And I think we've benefited some from that playbook and what you've been doing in communities. Uh, Those were the three big things that stood out to
0: me. So uh, reaction to the one about the kind of separation between content marketing and content distribution. When I, I've been thinking a lot about the juice as we scale, as teams grow, like what, what do I think our marketing team, you know, six to 12 to two years from now should look like? how i thought is I, you know i know we need to focus in on content and i know we need to focus in on getting that content in front of the right people at the right time but i had never really thought about like the the role of the content marketer being separate from the role of uh, the content distributor and as i thought about that i thought well isn't like a content distributor like isn't that maybe like the modern day demand gen like isn't that like how we should be thinking about it so I agree because I think about just my current workflow. It's like create piece of content, think about ways to distribute. And you go through like all of this, these efforts and the creation and the publishing and then the getting it to the right places. And it's a it's a whole lot of work for one individual. So I think that it's interesting and it opens up the door for so many opportunities within B2B. And it opens up the door for new skill sets. And at the end of the day, like one of the things, and maybe we can dive into this, is it really, when you're thinking about the channel you're distributing to, you have to really think critically about the message and the audience on the other side. So the whole idea of content distribution from what I picked up from Ross's lens isn't just, let's go find all the channels and let's just go publish all of our stuff. But it's really being intentional with the words that you're using and to that audience who's gaining value in that community, and then kind of having your piece of content that go along with the message. So that was kind of my like macro takeaway was like, this is great for B2B because if we're focusing on content distribution the right way, it's going to put a focus on personalization.
1: Absolutely, and I know you and I have talked about this on this podcast. But so much effort goes into content creation that distribution is just so often an afterthought. And it's like okay, I've, I've I spent you know a month creating this asset. Now I'm just going to take that asset and spray it into every channel in the exact same format, just as quickly as I can to check all those boxes, and then you go right back into creation mode, right? And you and I have talked about previously on this podcast just shifting like a small portion of the effort, energy, resources, financial, and human capital resources that go into creating content and into distributing content, I think the return on that small percentage shift or that small balance shift will far outweigh any stress that that gives you around not creating enough content. And this conversation is a great encouragement for that type of behavior.
0: One thing I I do want to call out to anyone listening who's thinking about content distribution, it is so early And I think the opportunity is for all of us as content people is to protect it and not be the company that goes and looks and sees what someone else is doing and just tries to replicate it. Because the essence of what Ross was suggesting was that every company is going to have a different mix of distribution and different channels because everyone's audience is different. And I think that stood out to me too. It's like, recognize where your people go to hang out and go specialize and focus in and learn how to be a master distributor in that lane. Don't like water down your approach because you see someone else doing it. And then, cause that turns into, we see it all the time in B2B. Someone sees something that's successful and then they try to replicate it, but they don't think critically about the work they're doing. They're just trying to rip and replace. So I think my feedback would be to the audience is just like, think critically about content distribution because it's really early and you have an opportunity to stand out and the opportunity to stand out isn't doing what your neighbor's doing.
1: I wish I had something articulate to add to that, but I will just verbal retweet everything you said because it is spot on. Okay, so we'll jump over here. So this, I know you'll have
0: uh, an opinion on because I don't know, I just, I, I wrote this down. I was like, I think Jonathan, you. I've heard you talk about similar connection points so ross said content user fit channel uh fit and he's and that goes kind of go back to what what i was talking about on the last point but just like content user fit with the juice like i feel like we are a channel and we have content and it's for a specific user our game isn't like hey, we need to get everyone in B2B on the juice because it's not relevant to everyone in B2B, but it is super relevant to B2B marketing and sales professionals. And so I think we're trying in our message and the way we're communicating outward to be very intentional. So I know he touched on that on the content distribution side. Like, what was your reaction to this? Just like content user fit perspective he gave.
1: I like that it just forces you to have a... Perspective or a, a point of view on the marketplace to stand on, and I think you're exactly right. Like we've we've had a uh, a voice and opinion, old B two B marketing, uh, trying to modernize B two B marketing, and we've rubbed some people the wrong way. And I would argue, if you're not rubbing some people the wrong way, then your perspective is probably not strong enough to attract the right people either. And then I think it's obviously all about making sure that that voice and that perspective lives through all of your content. And then figuring out the format that that content should live in to find those people, which is exactly what you're just saying. You know, not we as content consumers, we're not equally dividing our time across every channel. So you as a content distributor should not equally divide your time and efforts across every channel. Find where your people are, dedicate your efforts there, and then expand beyond that. But that's, uh, I just think like the content user fit. I think even a layer above that is just forcing you to figure out who your user is and who you talk or how you talk like them and uh, then where you find them, which is uh, really powerful. I want to get to community because
0: I know that was a theme that you you uh, took away. Um, but before we do, one of the things that stood out to me was, and I think, I think you can probably relate to this at some level is like building your career out in marketing by getting an understanding of how different functional areas work and operate. And throughout your career, maybe not being just like the demand gen person, but then spending some time in operations and not just spending time in operation, but going over to content and brand. And I think like I have personally organized my career on trying to like see experience each flavor and try to absorb new skills by observing those and i feel like that's made me a better marketer today because i i know how all the pieces work and how they all fit together i think one thing he suggested uh ross just in this new role that's forming is that there are a lot of different skills that goes into being a content distributor it goes you got copywriting you got community management you got graphic design you know all of these different things and to me when he was talking through that i was like Everybody in their role is always looking for that next level and that next role where the opportunity, if B2B marketing is moving more towards content distribution, I think the individual has an opportunity to take some of those skills that they've inherently had built over their career and point it at this emerging role and really start leveling up their career where he said, I think someday they will be a chief distribution officer, which to me, that doesn't seem out of the... Out, that doesn't seem crazier uh out, outside just based on i think where b2b is going
1: yeah and i think it speaks a a little bit to like his experience and even just being diverse right like he he was a fantasy football writer like he learned different distribution tactics there uh he's been an entrepreneur he's learned how to share his message there i think you know you and i we both we spent prior to hitting the record button we're talking about nfl football and like we consume content from different channels and different authors there. And I think like there's a time and place for a distributor being a Facebook advertising expert. Right. But uh, I think the distribution strategy is a place where maybe marketing generalists can really thrive because they've seen a lot. uh, They've, they've played a role in a lot of different experiences and a lot of different channels uh, and they can look with great breadth across the distribution opportunities, figure out what's working and then create depth in what's working. So I, I think there's like kind of that B2C to be B2, like applying the B2C practice and strategies to B2B theme. I think that's kind of an undercurrent there as well.
0: What One of my favorite parts about the conversation, I think, and this goes into the community side, and this is what we'll close out with, is that you have this um, example of, you know, they talked about Ross in his career growing up in a uh, community and how all his main priorities was always to add as much value as humanly possible. And then by continuing to add so much value as humanly possible, people inherently would be like, okay, well, who does Ross work for? What does Ross do? And I think that's right, and that's the way we're 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 headed in B two B. So instead of going into these communities and spamming people with a bunch of links, like respond to questions, like build your brand, uh, be helpful, and the more value and the more help that you can uh, provide in the the community space, inherently, like that will lead to people being a magnet to you, which in turn will help people be a magnet to your company. And this is kind of the premise that we are working through with creator pages. So maybe talk about just like your primary takeaways and what you got from just like the community side of this conversation.
1: Spoiler alert, if you're not providing value, it doesn't matter where you're distributing content. You're just gonna, you know, tree falls in force and no one hears it, doesn't make a sound. Uh, you have to provide value first, no matter channel, no matter content format, first and foremost value. And I think even Ross is a great example here. Uh, Jimmy was talking on this in this video about I don't know I I don't know if, if Ross is a member of Superpath or not but he had not promoted any content inside of Superpath instead what he had done is he built his brand he I know one of his most popular playbooks is uh I think 100 different ways to distribute a single piece of content where he gives away the the 100 different ways you can do that that's a helpful resource that he's created and then Jimmy said when he was searching through Superpath he saw Ross's name repeatedly or foundation repeatedly even though Nobody was. He wasn't there. Nobody from his team was there spamming or promoting their own content. They were just providing value. And organically, his name kept bubbling to the top, and then it becomes a partnership. And now here we are talking about it. And that's what good content does. Uh, And that's just a perfect use case of providing value first. Yeah, no
0: doubt about it. Um, I think it was uh, one of the better pieces of content, even though it was just a Zoom call, basically, conversation on content distribution that I've seen in a while. So we will put the link in the show notes, so definitely go check it out. If you uh, go check it out, definitely check out SuperPath, check out Ross and Foundation. What they're doing is is awesome. I'm learning a ton. Apologies if you heard some baby screaming in the back. Mom is taking uh, my daughter on a uh, errand, and her least favorite thing in the world right now is being put into a car seat. Once she gets in the car seat and moving, she's fine, but that initial getting her in, and I'm sure parents out there can probably relate with that.
1: Your wife and daughter are going on their own distribution journey right now. Uh, so there we go. Bringing it full circle. I did not hear crying baby, which is good. And you didn't hear barking dogs because I got five of them here right now. So that was a minor miracle as well. Um, but fun conversation. And I look forward to uh, more of them in the future.
0: So I, I saw on uh, the Today Show today, as before I was starting my work day the topic was about Joe Exotic and the topic was like lessening his sentence. Like, do you got you got a little Joe Exotic zoo going on over there at the Gandalf
1: HQ? We have friends that are moving and then friends that are helping those friends move. And then my wife and I are both working today So we got assigned the duty of watching Friends Dog and Friends of Friends Dog along with our two dogs. So uh, we have a little mini petting zoo going on here, but right now they're all sleeping. Good thing you're a dog person.
0: Appreciate the conversation and we will be back. Talk soon, Brett. I'm really enjoying taking the opportunity to take a step back after I've consumed a piece of content that I think is really good and chop it up with a teammate Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. Go follow Ross. Go follow Jimmy. Foundation Superpath. We can't say enough nice things about what those two are doing. If you like what we're doing over here, hit that subscribe button. Tell a damn friend you are enjoying Modern Day Marketer. More podcast content coming from us this Friday. Take care.